Hey friends, I have just an overwhelming sense of um, heaviness today. Multiple reasons, different things going on, not only in the coaching world uh, with clients, but also just the world as a whole. And at the same exact time, feeling God just through full body chills, gut instincts, whispers, conversations that you're going to dive into today with Michelle and conversations with friends. It's incredible how God is aligning so many things at one time. And when we take that aerial perspective, we can see the fruit. But sometimes when you're in the midst of the tree, like all you can see is the things that are falling off or the bark that has scratched you or the encompassing uh, storms that are trying to take down the beautiful tree of life. And so today I come to you specifically in regards to standing firm, standing strong on the roots that withhold and withstand the promise of God, the fruit of who He is, the fruit of our lives, the intent of our very being. And it's specifically through keeping Him at the center of it all, keeping footed on Him as the foundation. And as entrepreneurs, as dreamers, as mamas, as um, wives, as authors, as writers, as women, kingdom sisters and daughters, this is a high call for each of us to stay footed and to keep Jesus at the forefront. So wherever I'm finding you today, whatever title, whatever life circumstance has you in the place that you are, I just encourage you to look down at where your feet are planted, to get present with where you are, look up towards the vision and the promise of God, and know that you are called to greatness, you are called to purpose and love, and it is a beautiful thing, and it's also a hard thing. But friend, you have a sister in me, you have a shared sister in Michelle, and we're not feminist, but today, once you dive in, you'll understand why I'm going to finish this intro with girl power. So you go, girl. This is your God wink, the moment that heaven says, for such a time as this, it's time to own your joy, prioritize your health, discover your wealth, and exude your wholeness. It's time to become truly fit. However, this isn't a fitness podcast, though I'm a retired personal trainer and nutritionist. This isn't business jargon or tips and tricks to landing your successful passion project, though that's totally why I'm a business coach. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy, though I'm all for therapy and I love whole foods. I do have a YOLO side sweet tooth though. This isn't confusing religious banter, though I'm an ordained minister still figuring out the many things and facets and faces of Jesus. It's really none of that. So I'm wondering if you're wondering, what is this? Well, This is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shakers 
as we explore and share our messy comeback stories and discoveries with each of you fellow passionate seekers. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment, and to be totally transparent, my own entrepreneurial crash and burn experiences. I've learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's not about our qualifying abilities or titles. It's not about our potential. It's truly about our God-gifted passions meeting our purpose. You are one step away from achieving your idea, your dream, your calling, your purpose, whatever you want to call it. And I want to be there for the moment that you say yes in freedom, clarity, and confidence that you are living fully fit in who and whose you were made to be. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamara Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. Hello, hello. Okay, so our video trailer that I usually do is still uploading and I didn't even realize it. So it's going to be our outro today. And you guys just right into the conversation with me and the lovely Michelle. You guys are in for a treat, as am I. And I'm grateful to have you here for the Fit and Faith podcast today, Michelle. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. And I just uh, am honored because you are so remarkable. Thank you so much, you guys. It's so cool how like God connects his his girls. And this specific conversation was established through like Facebook groups and all the things. And so, you know, a lot of people try to give the enemy the glory in that space, whether it's how they show up uh, personally or the words that they use about social media. And I, I just always am negating that. I'm negating that the devil has control in that. And I think that God can show up in such a beautiful way, which is why we're live and in action and being able to just share the good news with people in the midst of the chaos. Um, So I hope that it speaks into your soul. And I know, Michelle, with the Girl Power Alliance and everything that you do um, from a biblical teaching to just your spirit, that you're going to be able to infuse goodness and sweetness today. So thank you again. And I would love for you to just kind of let's dive into getting to know you and share your own bio, because there's so much in there that we're going to unpack today. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you again. And thank you for what you're doing, uh, your contribution, your commitment to, you know, really serving. And I just so in, have enjoyed getting to know you and hearing your story. And, um, you know, it's a no wonder you're doing what you're doing because, you know, you were definitely you definitely have have fit into your purpose on this earth. And I, I think that's such a powerful thing. Um, my, I'll do, I'll do cliff notes version of, of my, I know, right. Cause we could be here for years. Otherwise, <laughs> I mean, really, it, I mean, you really could. So, um, I am a mom. I have three children. I became a mom at the age of 16. I had my first daughter at 16. My son, when I was 19, uh, I got married to their dad. We were, um, and I got divorced by the time I was 21. So at 21, I was a single mom with two kids and I was single for, you know, six, almost seven years. And, um, I met my now husband, we've been married for 20 years and I had my third child who just turned 18. So, um, my, my journey, uh, when it comes to, I, I've been, I've been a stay at home mom. I've been a single mom. I've been a working mom. I've been a work from home mom. <laughs> I, I, my first career, I stood behind the chair as a makeup artist and a stylist. And I did that for 12 years and I loved it. Um, I really was looking to have more impact and freedom. Um, even though I loved that career, I desperately wanted to be home with my children. I mean, I don't know. 
I think a lot of women kind of struggle with this. Maybe we're thrust into the working world as a have to. And then maybe you're there because you like it. But my desire, I, I kind of had this dual desire. Like I really enjoyed being in business and creating and, um, you know, creating income financially. I really enjoyed participating in that part of, of the world. But I also had this equal desire to really just be home and be with my children, be a good wife, be a good mother. And so um, I stepped into the network marketing world about 16 years ago and I found great success there. My husband and I did it together, which was a, that's a whole nother story working together with your spouse. It's been a huge blessing. And uh, we've worked together literally the whole time we've been together um, and have with my third child with our, our 18 year old, I've literally been able to be home with her for the last 16 years straight and, um, you know, creating an income together with my husband from home. And let me, so into, so here's the thing for me. Um, I was always taught this and I know you share this because we talked about it in the business world, in the secular, regular world of being an entrepreneur or being in business. You never talk about politics or religion. It's just, it's what, it's what everybody knows. It's kind of so spoken, true. spoken and unspoken rules. Right. Yep. And so I followed those rules. Well, and in, around to 2017, I really felt God calling me and, and, and saying to me, if you weren't worried about like fitting into that box, if you weren't worried about like offending people with who you really are, what would it sound like? And, and the truth of the matter was my faith was the biggest part of me. It was, it impacted everything I did every day in my business, in my health and nutrition, in my relationships. It was literally the biggest piece of the puzzle that I wasn't sharing. And so in 2017, I started a podcast called The Sold Out Entrepreneur, and I just kind of let loose. I talked about who I was and my perspectives on business, faith, nutrition, relationships, personal development, leadership through the lens of faith for the first time ever, like really authentically. And um, once I opened that door, it, it was never to be closed again. <laughs> You can't, you just can't because there's so much sweetness there. And I think that's what's so beautiful about what it is that you and I do is that you, we don't have to segment ourselves and God specifically doesn't want us to segment or put him in the closet, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's the complete opposite of our, of our desire. It's the complete opposite of his desire. And it's totally the complete opposite of what the word says and the call of our lives. Yeah. Um, and so I love that you, I love that you took that leap of faith. Was there like a prompting within you? It was that conversation that you had with him that he was just like, what would that look like? And why aren't you doing it? Did you feel convicted or challenged? All of the above. I, okay. I, I felt super convicted. I felt terrified. Um, I was really, really scared because of this conditioning in the business world that if you show that part of yourself, you are going to be limiting your market. You're going to be alienating people. You're going to make less money. You're going to lose people in your business. All these things that literally were so loud. But I kept hearing God say, but this is what I'm asking of you. So when I was preparing to launch this podcast, I had such trepidation, such nerves. I was so afraid of how it was going to impact, you know, as our sole income, you know, was yeah. our, our yeah. business. And I was really, really worried about it. So I very soft launched it. When it came to my network marketing business and everybody involved in there, I didn't even talk about it. Like I was almost trying to like invent myself in a new way yeah. separately from this whole yeah. thing. 
And, um, and, and really, I don't want to say that it was just this kapow thing that happened, but, but God very, very gently showed me that it was almost the opposite effect. Like I was so worried I was going to offend people. I'm sure I did. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, I, sure. I'm sure that I did, but, but, but alongside of that, people were now being attracted to me because of the fact that I was being so bold of my, in my faith. And that I believe wholeheartedly that God used that experience, you know, starting that podcast and doing that for three years. That was literally the foundation. It was the training ground for what I'm doing now with Girl Power Alliance. And like I said, you know, once I opened that door and I started really, what I realized was I was, I was, I never was authentically me before those moments. Mm -hmm. I was kind of trying to fit into what was appropriate, what was being asked of me, but I was, I was really like closing off this whole part of me. And once I opened it, I, I could not, not be that person. And it filtered into everything. My vernacular changed. You know, it was, it was just an interesting thing. God, like he refined the people that was, that were around me. Um, you know, he pruned some people off and brought new people in and, you know, it's a process over, it's been years at this yeah, point. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, of course. But, uh, but I think it's, you know, at hindsight, right? Always as yeah. we look back at the things that God was doing. Um, I'm so, I'm so happy that I did that, even terrified of what the outcome was going to be. Uh, because of, you know, the fact that God has really allowed me to step into who who he says I am more than anything else um, through the process. So good. And I, I like always kind of attribute it or, or call it like the freedom factor mm-hmm. and that freedom of actually feeling what freedom means to the Lord and through the Lord and by the Lord and all the things that he gives us. And, and the ultimate thing, because a lot of people will ask like, well, how did you do that? Or like, why did you do that? And it's like, it doesn't mean that we're not scared. It doesn't mean that there's not that trepidation or that worry, but like God says, do it anyway. And if he's standing at a door and he's opened the door, which he clearly did for you, not walking into it then is more of a fear factor of, oh man, what would happen if I said no to God himself? Right. And so knowing that like he speaks to us and he showcases things, but when we walk through it, even though it says that there will still be storms and there might still be fire that we're continuing to walk through, he's with you in such a different way. So you got to walk onto every platform, knowing that you are freely speaking on behalf of who he's created you to be on the father who has gifted you all the things that you have and you're taking ownership of now and before. Um, but it just allows there to be this experience of true freedom, mind, body, spirit, waking up. You said you were already standing in this space with God every single day, I'm sure in your prayer closet. And so to like break free of the prayer closet and say that every day, every action, everything that I do, especially with my mouth is an act of prayer, is an act of worship, is an act of showing up on behalf of who God has created us to be. And so that's the freedom. That's the place where you cannot go back after you've experienced what it feels like to live in this space of abundance and a Abundance looks like so many different things. And we have this conversation before, you know, being in the secular world, being in the business world and being successful in the network marketing world, especially everyone's like, oh, you know, I'm a six figure. I'm a seven figure earner. You're like, that's amazing. But like, there's so much more to it than just the money. So talk to us about that experience, that change of of changing from 
what people were viewing as simply as monetary value or monetary effect? How then did you get to pour into the people around you? Well, the, the interesting thing was I was doing it already. I just was doing it kind of like veiled. Like every um, one of the my skills, one of my things that, that I think has really helped me in general in business all the way along, no matter what I was doing, was uh, God created in me a an ability and a desire to develop leaders. I, that's just, it's yeah. one of the things always yeah. been on my heart is to, to develop leaders. And so in my business, it was really, really, really big thing in my network marketing business to, to help create and develop leaders. And I use biblical principles the whole way along. Here I am studying for the trainings that I'm doing right out of the word of God. Then I'd go into the training and I would just change the vernacular. So it would fit like this. It, it was like inoculated, right? It was like this, yeah, this yeah. whitewashed kind of, but it was all principles in faith. And, and, I mean, unless you were a, a Christian or a believer, there were certain, there were certain like keywords, like, like the Christian that people could tap into, but it just wasn't out in the forefront in the way that I believe that God actually calls us to be. And so, um, once I, so, okay. So in 2017, I did this push, I did this podcast. I never mark, I didn't do it for marketing. People say, Oh, you're trying to like, oh, what did people say to me? You're trying to like, build a brand. I was never trying to yeah. build a brand. I was yeah. never trying to create this thing. I, I literally was just trying to be obedient and, and just have a, an, a different impact. Every, when I look at my journey from, from working in the salon to then going into network marketing, network marketing to being a podcast host, podcast host to um, now then starting Girl Power Alliance, um, every step of the journey for me was like, okay, I had this impact here when I did hair. I was in, you, do you love your hairdresser? Oh, I love my hairdresser. Oh, yeah, of course. And I audience sitting in my chair and I could impact in the ways that I could impact and, you know, impact their self-esteem, speak life into them, pray over them at the bowl, all these things, right? But I had a desire then for more, to impact their lives on a larger scale. When I got into network marketing, I saw that I could impact their large lives on a larger scale. And then when I started the, the podcast, I realized I wanted to have a even deeper, bigger impact and impact their lives spiritually. And, and then so from there, it came to then now what is now Girl Power Alliance. And I wanted to have, I wanted to have an even bigger impact than I, had before that like it's God's taken me kind of in this really gentle growth, these steps of growth of, of how he wanted to expand the way that I obeyed him to help yeah. impact other women to go out and do that same exact thing. That's so good. So there's so there's so much goodness in this, you guys. These this these kind of conversations and what you're doing specifically, like just brings me so much life and it brings other people so much life. So two things that you said. One um conversation around this idea of a, of expansion. Um, but before we go there, this concept of putting him in the forefront. Because those are the people that I'm working alongside on a given basis is they're like, I want to shift this ministry mindset and I, I want to be able to like feed my family, right? It's not this hunger for for richness, like of, of monetary, though that comes as a part of your obedience to the Lord. But it's this, I want to experience this freedom. I want to experience this abundance, but I want to make it established and firm that I am a follower of the Lord, right? I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. And people are so like afraid of that. So tell us wow. about how that shift. And you talked about before the, the pruning experience and that he brought other people in the refining experience. 
talk about that. How, how, when you change and you put him in the forefront versus putting him through this like lens veiled vernacular, what shifted? Well, it's an interesting conversation. I'm having it all the time because specifically in the church, when it comes to money, conversations get really out of whack. And, and there has been this, I don't know where it came from. I, I believe it came from the enemy specifically, but there has been this kind of uh, thought process that to, to truly be like working for the Lord, then you need to like be a pauper, right? Like you, you can't make money. You can't have a desire to make money. You can't yeah. be an entrepreneur or in the business world. Like to be in ministry, you basically need to be living like hand to mouth yeah. and yeah. be a missionary in some other country or working for the church. And like, you know, so, so broke that you're, you know, forced to take on all the hand-me-downs from people. And, and I believe that, and this is, you know, uh, uh, don't be offended by what I'm saying for those of you that are listening, because everybody doesn't have, everybody has a different call. Everybody has a different thing. Um, you know, like I'm reading this, I'm reading like five books right now, but one of them is called <laughs> Anointed for Business by Ed, Ed Silvio. It's an excellent book. And he talks specifically okay. about how an athlete, in an athlete's life, like an athlete has a call to win. They, they have that, that's their call. Like that's built into them. They have that competitive edge. But an entrepreneur, that their call, their their drive is to profit. Yeah. And, and and why is it that in the Christian world we've twisted it around and we've taken a couple of verses, a couple of key things, you know, that the Bible talks about. Specifically, there's there's a couple of parables that Jesus talks about where you know the young rich man comes to Jesus and says, I want to follow you, and he says, Sell everything that you have and follow me. And the guy turns away and he's disappointed because He's like, why would I do that? I'm rich. I have all this stuff. But then you have Zac- Zacchaeus, right? And Zacchaeus says to the Lord, he says, I'm going to sell. And he was a tax collector and he was unfair yep. with people. He hated the guy. Yep. And people were so like pissed off that Jesus said, I'm going to go have dinner at your house tonight. They were like, what? You're going with that dude? He's like the worst guy in town. He cheats everybody. He's horrible. But Jesus said to him, I want to come have dinner with you in your home. And Zacchaeus was so moved by the power of who God was, who Jesus was in the form of man, that he says, you know what? I'm going to sell everything, half of everything that I have. I'm going to give to the poor. I'm going to make right all the wrongs. Everybody that I swindled, I'm going to pay them back. And Jesus was like, you know, this, this is my guy. And what was the difference between the two? Why was one called to give away everything and Jesus and half was enough for the other guy? It's about the, it's about the issue of lordship. And I can tell you uh, as somebody that's had very like big success financially that there be there, it can change your mindset. If you are not so deeply grounded and and you do not keep the God where he is at the head, very Mm -hmm. easy to replace that with, with money and success. Very, very easy. And so the issue is not about the amount of money. It's about the amount of faith and trust and where you keep the Lord. And so what, what happens for so many people, I think is, because we've been, and I know I've kind of gone like all over the place. But no, you're on. I'm following you. You're so good. I, I think what happens for people is because we, we, they really have a desire to serve the Lord. And then they've been told, you know, money is the root of all evil and all these things. And, you know, well, if you're in the business world, you can't really be in ministry. They're two separate things. I think what happens is um, you have all these people who, you know, have a desire to serve the Lord and they are filled with fear because you don't mix the two. 
You're told that in business, number one. Number two, you're told in church that if you have a call, a desire to be profitable, create a business, build a financial empire, that basically you're like the spawn from hell. You can't be, you can't have, those desires cannot be put there by God himself. You're too worldly, right? And so I think it gets super, super muddled and hard for people to figure out and, and not because they're bad people. They really have such hearts to serve. And so for me, I never actually had that issue. I never had the issue of feeling like my desire to succeed and create wealth was anything other than what it was. It's just the way that God made me. Um, and, you know, why wouldn't the Lord want wealth in the hands of the people that love him so much and can do good with this with this money? And I did have um, I did a couple of times um, I had identity issues. Specifically in my network marketing business last year at the end of the summer, which is really what pushed when God was, I knew he was calling me to something else again, kind of like he was in 2017. He's like, okay, I'm going to ask something of you again. And it actually felt really scary to me again, but, but even bigger this time, because it felt like I wasn't sure what he was doing, but it kind of felt like he was calling me out of this space that I had been in for 16 years, 15 at the time. And I had just written, I've written two books. One of them was on network marketing. I just launched it like, And here at the end of the summer, I felt God was like, and I was like, are you calling me out of this space? First of all, it's how we make all of our income. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that look like? Right. I'm like, I hope you have a, like, are we winning the lottery or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, So there was that. And then second, I had a massive identity crisis. It was like, if, if I'm not this person, this person that has achieved this in this business, what's my identity? Because I have grown children now. You know, I had all, I've had various times. My identity was wrapped up in me as, as a teen mom, then being a single mom. Like, you know what I mean? You go through these phases. And so I felt the Lord really saying to me that you have made that your whole identity, who you are in this space as a leader in this profession, in this company. And it scared me, but I learned through very hard times that I've walked through, but the faster that I can surrender to God's will, the faster that I can move forward and not get stuck there. So I just said, you know what, God, I don't know what you're doing and I don't know where you want me to go. And I'm terrified, but wherever it is that you're telling me to go, I'll go scared or not. And so I began this journey of, uh, I did a hiatus on my podcast. I kind of pushed some things aside so that I could really just spend months in prayer and listening And, um, I shared this with you when we talked at the end, at the beginning of 2020, God told me two very specific things. Um, number one was that there was going to be a massive shift in the church in 2020. And number two was that there was going to be a global revival and that revival, the catalyst for the revival was going to be women. It was going to be women in the marketplace. And so that along with all these other things that he had, you know, he had been downloading to me was really, I just, I just stepped out. I just said, okay, God, I'm going to start this, this thing where it's going to be a place for women to come and they can be fully themselves. If they're women that feel called into the marketplace, they're going to feel supported, loved. They're going to feel affirmed. We're going to equip them with, with valuable information done by other women that love the Lord, you know, with these mini courses every month, we're going to mentor them and grow them and create a a safe space for them. And so we started the girl power Alliance podcast in April on good Friday. And at the end of May, I did my last sold out entrepreneur podcast. So I kind of like put that one away and 
and birthed the new one. And then we launched the platform for Girl Power Alliance in June. And, um, you know, the interesting thing is like, just like when I left my um, profession, I literally retired from the profession of hairdressing, got into network marketing. And I felt like that was such a beautiful, I had such a good experience doing hair and I was so excited about the next phase. I haven't done that officially, but I feel like it's the transition that's happening. Um, I feel like God is, is, is kind of moving me into something different and like it's our, it has been our sole source of income. So it's not like, I'm just like, Hey, bye. Yeah, sure. But I do know that God is definitely, my heart is in a place now where it's like, all I want to do is talk to women about this. Okay, okay, you know my feelings over commercials, but this is too good a timing to pass up the chance to tell you about this incredible opportunity that I have cultivated with you directly in mind. You, the passionate kingdom entrepreneur. Stop running the race on a treadmill to nowhere. Stop the analysis paralysis and the overwhelm and honestly, the isolation of business building. You know I am all for women supporting women and the concept of community, but this newly developed program takes that concept to an entirely new level. I am giving you an all access pass to my team of experts and strategists in order for you to develop your own business to the fullest extent. I've taken my business with these incredible people from an idea to five figure months in less than two years. And I want to provide you the keys to this freedom and centered joy. This is a coaching program with direct conversations with real people in real time. Ask the confusing hard questions that have you lingering in rabbit holes. Get the direct insight you need to design the dream into a fully operating abundant business. Y'all, listen to this A-team, okay? There is a branding and content strategist, a mindset and financial success coach, a biblical foundations teacher, a marketing funnels and ads expert, and of course, yours truly, your Christian business coach. If you are ready to truly invest in yourself, in your God dream, and the people that God is calling you to, this is the only place to start that gives you a full lens development strategy that you can lean into as a trusted, knowing source on a firm foundation. Y'all, I am uber passionate to see you flourish and illuminated within your purpose. You can enroll now by heading over to the one-on-one coaching tab at tamraandress.com. Remember, I have the simple version of Tamara, T-A-M-R-A. I don't know if you know that story, but it's from The Price is Right about a week before I was born. So thanks, Mom. <laughs> anyway, book your call and simply email me, coaching at tamaraandrus.com. Either way, I cannot wait to see you activated. And this is going to be an incredible opportunity and a beautiful season to see you design the God dream that God has planted in you since your mother's womb. It's going to be fun, y'all. I can't wait to connect. Let's get started. I don't want anything else. And I think that's like the, that's the piece of submission that you were talking about too. It's like, I, 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 my husband specifically always says that, you know, submission is, is viewed as like a negative. It's viewed as like a, you're weak, but it's actually like such a beautiful strength when we can like wave. I always use the analogy of like waving that white flag when we can actually be in that place and say, God, it's all yours anyway. 
the money that I've established to this point, I didn't do that. Like that was a gift from you. And you stood in the place of complete surrender to him, even without putting him in the forefront every morning in prayer, every evening in worship, all the things that you guys were doing with your money. I'm sure tithing was a part of that because he's not going to continue to bless in that space. I'm sure you were helping not only your family, but other people's families and all of that along the way. And so it's that experience of continuing to submit to him. And you're already submitted this new podcast, letting go of an old podcast that was doing beautifully well. Like that's a submission of success in and of itself. So this transition of you stepping into the new space, whether network marketing is a part of that or not, that will continue to evolve and God will continue to speak to you in that regard. Um, maybe it's just that you're showcasing on stages two huge, massive network companies that aren't necessarily what yours are now. I'm just speaking life right now because I could see this, like you transitioning into say, you know, there's more for you. You are made for more, not to steal other people's slogans in that regard. But this is a biblical concept of you being on stage and saying you are purposed for more than what you're doing. And if it's in this entrepreneurial business mindset, which is totally my shared heart, is, is to know that as you proceed as you walk into the calling of your life, wherever that be, you could be in a corporate setting, you could be a stay at home mom, you could be a work at home mom, whatever those things are, that you're a Proverbs 31 woman, Amen. right? Regardless of what that title looks like, actually in spite of what that title looks like, because that title is what can skew that identity. I experienced it too. So when you said that, I'm like, yes, that can is such a real struggle, and sadly, I am seeing even as there's this Christian revolution of entrepreneurship in women specifically happening in 2020, because I see it and I'm on a whole different coast than you, which when we first talked, I was like, come on, Jesus, like it's so good. He like can implant in his daughters the same exact like heart centered vision. And yet I can't do it alone. Michelle can't do it alone. There's way more people out there, but I am so desperate that we stay on our knees in this space of submission that, that, that greed and those fleshly desires and that monetary and that success and that fame doesn't take away. It, it only adds to the name of Jesus and that we can stay centered. And, and that riping and pruning thing that you said happened with the, the friend groups and the circles, that is a real, real importance as we establish our businesses, giving people that you're what you're doing through Girl Power Alliance, that resource of saying, this is the firm foundation. Yes, that's great that finances are doing this, but this is the firm foundation. Yes, that's great that you're going in that direction, but this is the firm foundation and keeping people in that space. So I, I share that so much. So tell us more specifically, like what is Girl Power Alliance beyond just like this education space? What are you hoping to see? What, do you, what is the vision? What's the God dream? Well, I, it's kind of, he kind of rolled out like a, kind of like a three-year plan and uh, so we'll, we'll see how that all goes. I'm kind of impatient. So I want it all to happen. <laughs> yes. um, and, you know, I, I have to be honest, if, if all the stuff with this COVID had happened, I wouldn't have in January. I, there's no way I would have taken one step. And so by the time all the things started happening, I had already invested in beginning to build the platform and everything. So I was like, well, I got to keep going now. So I don't want to act like I'm just this completely brave soul. I, I, God knows I wouldn't have been brave enough. So he had me started already like first. Um, And so I I see a lot of things. 
Um, so yes, this community, this platform for, for women to grow, that's kind of been something that he has in, uh, had built in me is the, the, the desire to keep growing. And that, um, that is something that we need to continually be pursuing. Like I, I like to use the kind of the example of in nature. In nature, nothing just sits still. It's either growing or it's dying. There's no like just existing and it just mm-hmm. stays there. It's either continuing to reach to the heavens or it's shriveling and dying. But that is exactly what I believe for us, especially as biblical leaders. We need to continue to pursue growth. And I believe that that is kind of an all-encompassing thing, which I think is overwhelming for people because the enemy wants people, especially women, to feel frazzled, in chaos, like tired and, you know, over exhausted, overstimulated. But I believe that really to truly lead whoever it is that you're leading, even if it's your two children at home and your husband, or it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter if you're leading one or you're leading a million to truly lead. We have to continually pursue growth and we have to continue like, like pursue it with intention. So the, the idea behind what we do within the membership with the courses is we give these mini courses done by a variety of women on a variety of subjects so that women can just keep growing in these small bites every month, small bites every month. And so the, we try to have things specific for business development done by believers. So that alone is different than what you're getting out in the secular world. You know, you listen to a class on marketing with a woman who has Christ at the center of a heart. That's going to be a completely different subject than, you know, in the secular world, because our foundations, our, our strategies are different as believers. It doesn't follow traditional stuff. And yeah. so we, you know, we, we do that. So that's been going on since June. Um, we're doing our first virtual summit um, in lieu of a real event. I'm dying for a real event. But, I know, I know. <laughs> um, there, there's the, the next piece to um, be launched will be what's being what I'm calling Radiant Leadership Academy. It's a 16-week in-depth biblical leadership um, discipleship program, certification program that I have bathed in prayer. It's been years in the making in my heart. And so that'll launch in January. And that is the precursor. Anybody can take it. You don't have to be even a member to go through this certification course. But if you are a member and you go through the course, um, the 16 weeks, there'll be all kinds of stuff, accountability and, and lots of things in, wrapped up in this. But it's the precursor for what will be our ambassador program. Our ambassador program is going to be taking this online culture that we've built of empowerment, equipping, um, uh, you know, encouraging, um, enabling women to really truly be themselves and to boldly walk in their faith. And we're going to take it into towns. So our ambassador program will be women that actually do a monthly event, a live event in their area. And so in order to be an ambassador, they have to go through that. Cause I want to equip them to lead. Cause this is a very like leadership in general is a, is a high call. Biblical leadership is a higher, more, there's more required of you. And so I want to equip them as much as I can with as many of the tools as God has asked me to share in this, in this program, um, to them. And so that, that launches in June of next year. And then, you know, there's other things I foresee kind of a, like a subscription box with things from the membership, like women in the membership that do all these amazing things and really I'm all things that God has kind of laid out. And we'll just, I'm just trying my best to take it one step at a time. 
Yes, it's so good. And I, I so share that like uh, necessity of connection and being with people in person, even through the screen. It's like so hard. I want to just like hug your neck and, and be with you. And I think that the biggest thing is like, right, just like we stepped into the space of of entrepreneurship, just like you stepped out of hairdressing that was the comfortable and was the space of you creating money into network marketing. And now you're doing this in a huge way with Girl Power Alliance. Like we do it scared. Like I, I just got back from Mexico and I could have easily said, and my husband had to because he is the financial provider in that regard. Like I can't get on a plane and and risk being in quarantine for this amount of days and this happening or this happening. And like, we did it anyway. And, it, and, and so much goodness came from it. Like the retreat that's going to be housed in February, like a lot of the people who are hosting retreats next year, they canceled them. And I'm like, no, because now more than ever, people need connection. People need connectivity. And more than ever, they need this biblical foundation for all of the things that are being risen within them because of this season. So COVID to me is a, is in of itself, of course, health aside, because I am prayerful of all the people who've been affected in that regard. But it's a season of, of turmoil and, and silence and pandemic that will actually birth something incredibly beautiful if we allow it, if we say yes, even when the fear is around us. And that's ultimately what God calls us to anyway on a daily basis. It just always looks different. That season always looks different. It is, there's never been a time of complete peace, right? Like never. And, and that's Old Testament and that's New Testament. And it's it's just flooded with with trouble and worry and all of those hardships. And so it's necessary for us to be and carry the peace and be and carry like that, that chalice for other people to realize, like, I have water for you, sister. Like, here you go. You don't have to be starving. You don't have to be in lack of. There is an abundant father who loves you, who sees you and who knows you. And even more so, which is what I love about what we're doing, is you're not just introducing them to the father. You're introducing them into a sisterhood. Yes. To a space where you're not, you're physically not alone because there are women who want to hug your neck and there are people who want to connect with you and hear what you're walking through. And, and it's about sharing your testimony. It's about coming into the space of full purpose and identity specifically through him. And, and you're providing this beautiful path, this beautiful archway for women to, to walk into that. So honor you for doing it scared, honor you for like knowing the vision and also having to do it patiently. That is definitely an Enneagram three thing that I am not good at. I'm like, come on, keep going, keep going. And I realize all the time, the importance of being 100% present in the current moment, just like right now, like my phone was going off and I like threw it on the floor and and it's like, you know, there's always something happening, but where are you intentionally putting your time, your energy, your heart and, and the call of your life? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I, I actually, I think it's, it's interesting because, you know, to watch the news and all the stuff that's going on, there's so much fear and unknown. And I mean, I, I get it. I feel it. My spirit is sensitive to the, the warfare. I, I believe this is, you know, in Revelation, the we all were taught growing up that that was going to be like World War Three. I actually believe we're in it right now and that it's spiritual warfare, global sp- spiritual warfare on a level that we have never experienced. And so I f- feel it physically. My body feels it. But but there is but my spirit, my spirit feels joyful for what is coming. I, I feel like something so remarkable is coming. And I feel like, you know, 
I, I just believe the Lord. I believed him when he told me there's going to be a shift in the church. I, and I've seen it. I'm sure you've seen it. I yeah. believe him when he says that there's going to be a global revival, the likes of we've never seen, and that women are going to be the catalyst. You know, I believe that this is a very special time in the world for women to rise up and, and not in some like weird feminist ish thing in like an Esther time, right? Where like you, wherever you, if you're listening to this, wherever you are planted, you are there for this time and for the impact that you're going to have on the people that are around you in this time for a big purpose to save many lives. And you know, the story of Esther, I just did a thing on this in, um, within the membership talking to you like, you know, we kind of were taught that's this little like beauty pageant story. It's really not. She was like taken. She didn't want to be taken. She was a young, young girl, somewhere between 12 and 14 years old, being trained for a year to be a concubine really is what she was, you know, a sex slave to this king. And, and knowing that her people were the people that were the hated people by the king that she was being trained to, you know, please. And so mm. she, she said, you know, her uncle says to her, maybe you've been placed here for just this time. And she says, I'm going to go to him. And if I die, I die, but I'm going to do it because I believe that this position that I've been put in, I've been put in for a reason. And so, you know, maybe when it's not life or death, but, but I, I want to empower you. If you're listening to this, whatever the consequence is, I believe that God put you where you're at right now for a reason. And so just ask him for the courage to step out and do it regardless of what the result may be. Have that type of faith that says, if I perish, I perish. I'm going to do this anyway. It's hard. It's yeah. so much easier to say than to do. And, you know, all it takes is one terrified step forward. That's all it actually takes. You don't have to. People, there's this thing that, well, I'm scared, so it must not, you know, I must not. This must not be the path. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Every yeah. I like people say, how do you know if you're hearing from God? I'll tell you for me, it's usually something that scares a crap out of me and something that I don't want to do is like, but I feel like I'm supposed to do this thing. That I don't actually want to do. That is how I know. Okay. It's usually against this flesh that feels yes. or safe or, you know, like in a, a protected bubble and God's like, yeah, and take the step. So go for it. This is our time on the earth to have an impact like never before. It's so good. And I, and I think, you know, the world uses the word intuition or, or whatever that be, but that is the spirit of the Lord. And he is, he's speaking to you and no, it might not sound like, Oh, Michelle, I'm here to talk. It might not be a burning bush like Moses, but it also could be the burning bush figuratively that you, that's what you want to stay away from, right? Like when you're little and the stove is hot and you say, Oh, you know, touch the stove. You're never going to touch it again. But and when it comes to the Lord, he's like, I'm going to gift you this hard thing so that the next time the hard thing comes, because it will come, you have more bravery, you have more boldness to go into it. And so in all the transitions that you've experienced in your life, even since when you were, you know, young and had your first baby and then young again, and then still young and, you know, getting married and all of the things that you walked through and you shared with us at the very beginning, that was iron sharpening iron. That was him like preparing you for this. And it looks different and the seasons change and what has grown or what was hard might have a different title to the world. But in your spirit, 
girl, you've been strengthened since day one. And mm-hmm. that's where God is like, I've already given you the tools. I've already provided this to you. And so that fear factor becomes easier as we grow wiser in the trust and the knowing that he is always good. And he uses all of those fires for for this opportunity to make us into what it is that he designed and and intended since day one. Like the potter knows eventually I'm going to come out with a really pretty piece, but it's going to take me a couple of times of the whole thing mushing together and having to put more water and and reestablish what that idea is. But in the beginning, just as he did when you were conceived in the beginning, he knew your purpose. He also knew when you were going to go astray. He also knew when you were going to say no or when you were going to be too fearful to step. And so he opens another door. And that's how loving he is. That's how good he is. And that's how aware and in tune he is of being fully known. And I think ultimately that's what it is. It's stepping into this space of being fully known not only to the God himself who knows everything about you, every hair on your head, but fully known to the people around you. And that's what you did when you said yes to the show, to the first podcast. That's what you're doing as you say yes to this. And my my core creatives women concept is that C, is that that ripple effect. If you look at the actual thing, it's a labyrinth because I don't believe that there's a dead end in our life in the maze. There's no maze. God's not trying to trick us, right? Like he is a good father. He's intentional. And the labyrinth has spaces that you just keep evolving, but you're creating the ripple effect opportunity for that one person, wherever she, wherever that Esther, who is you, who is listening in this very moment, you are called and purpose to the people around you that Michelle and I could never touch. And so, so often we inhibit ourselves and we say, she's already doing it. It's already been done. That person's got it on lockdown. They're they're already able to do it. And yet God says, no, like I positioned you exactly where you are with this exact thing. And it might look the same. Like Michelle, your heart and my heart, they're the same. And that's amazing. That's incredible. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. There's, there's no such, that's another lie that we've been taught. I know we've going on forever, but there's a lie that women have been fed for decades, hundreds of years, centuries that, you know, we're in competition with each other. And I believe it's because the enemy knows that when we align with this like heart, with this, with this one vision, because it's the Holy spirit, it's God that gives us the vision. Like we each have the different skills, different people we're going to impact. I believe exactly that you believe there are specific people that will only they will only be moved by you that's that is like that's the the assignment they will only be moved by you we could be doing the exact same thing saying the exact same words but they were supposed to be they were designed to be moved by you and so this this idea of competition between women is so sickening to me and so i want i'm hoping that within this community with what we're doing you and me even here that we can we can literally change the narrative on that for good yeah, I'm so hopeful and so expectant and so trusting that that is that is what's going to come, and that the these words that have been given to so many women are are not just for the one. It's for the many. It's for the globe. Um, and so I can't wait for your conference so we can bring all of them together and we can all be in one space. Um, and and I'm just I'm really grateful that 
that there's this extra knowing, even after having this conversation, this extra knowing that there is a deep rooted purpose and there is a deep rooted rise. And the rise is coming from women who have said yes before and who are willing to say yes again. Um, so I'm, I'm honored and humbled and excited to see all the things that are going to come to fruition, even in your three year plan. It's not going to end in three years. It'll be, you know, many, many decades in the making. Um, the legacy that you've already left is incredible. I know to so many women. Um, so I'm grateful just to have this conversation and, and to be able to spend this time with you. I feel exactly the same about you. I'm so excited to just deepen our friendship and see what it is that God will have us, you know, concocting together. And um, I just, you know, I appreciate what you're doing and uh, appreciate the fact that, you know, God brought us together and uh, I just couldn't be more proud of you. I mean, I, I know we don't really know each other. I just really feel like, you know, the Lord wants you to know he's so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. So, so amazing. You guys, if if you feel any sort of connection or any sort of curiosity or any of those things, remember this is a prompting. This is a time for you to just lean in, to lean into the God dream that's within your own storyline. Um, Michelle, where specifically can people find you other than obviously girlpoweralliance.com? Yes, um, I'm on social media. My handle is Teen Mom to Millionaire. And the funny thing is, I feel really feel like I'm supposed to change it, but it's like in so many of my websites. <laughs> like that's such a pain. I've been saying it for years on uh, different areas, but that's where I am on Instagram. You can just find me regular Michelle Schaefer on Facebook and stuff, and and of course through GirlPowerLines.com. Um, you know, just email me or, or one of the girls on the team, and um, you know, just dig into these teachings that Tamara is sharing with you and take hold of them, take ownership of them and just be brave. Yeah. So good. Thank you so much. You guys have a blessed day. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks, Michelle. Hey y'all it's me again. I hope in today's episode, you sense and ignite to an ember within you something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fitandfaith underscore podcast or me personally at tamra.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the Fit and Faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.